Hello, folks. Welcome back to another episode of the Christian Hansen Show. Yep, that's me, the one speaking, Christian Hansen. Yes, you're listening to me right now. Hope you're well. I'm okay. Am I? I don't know. Uh, It's just a constant battle of back and forth. Yes, no, maybe so. I don't know. I'm here, though. So that's half the battle. I'm here and I'm speaking. So there we go. (laughs) That's something to be positive about, right? (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Hope everyone's doing great out there. It's a holiday weekend. I'm recording this intro in the wee hours of Monday, September 5th, the day of the episode release. Uh, I've been busy. This episode was supposed to come out a few days ago, but life happens, as we all know. So, uh, yeah. Happy Labor Day, right? I guess I could say that now that it's past midnight here. Uh, got everything set up late Saturday night, Saturday the 4th, that is. Now it's September 5th, Labor Day. Uh, I had a good time today. Actually, I just got home from uh, playing some music. Uh, covered some John Mayer, like I love to do quite a bit, at a place in Lombard called, uh, I already forgot the name of the fucking place. Is that bad? I don't know. Um, it was called O'Neill's Pub. Never been there before until tonight. Man, fun, fun, fun. Great, great night of music all around. I mean, just a bunch of different types of art. Uh, not, not, it was all music, but a bunch of different varieties and genres of music were, uh, you know, on display tonight and it was fun i'll definitely be back uh yeah it's just great but today's guest peyton ruddy very funny comedian and uh, i guess you could call him a friend now uh very talented musician himself he's open for buddy guy yeah i guess well technically i guess you could say that but he'll explain that to you in the conversation that i had with him a few days back um but yeah hope all is well everyone stays safe out there without further ado this is me doing the thing with a very funny man peyton ruddy where are you in are you at home i'm at my uh yeah i'm at my apartment right now at home there you go in uh chicago chicago yeah where are you originally in from? Chica- I'm from Joliet, Joliet and Plainfield. Gotcha. Very good. Yeah. And then moved yeah. to Chicago for comedy, obviously. School? Yeah, I moved here. Uh, yeah, for comedy. I didn't go to school. Yeah. Um, who, who does? Not me. Yeah, I mean, no. Did you I applied want to? to one school. Did you? I mean, I applied to one. Yeah. And then, and then I didn't get in. Which, oh. <laughs> which was, one was it? It was uh, Columbia College, which is a very uh, easy school. school to get into. Yeah, I got in. It, yeah, well, there you go. Well, yeah. I got in because I, I had a good portfolio. So, but I'm stupid, dude. I got a, I got like a 16 on my ACT. I got 11 the first time, but they're like, "Hey, he likes art." All right. Yeah, I tried. That's what I tried saying. I was like, "Hey, you know, yeah, I'm not the best, uh, you know, student, but yeah, <laughs> I really like Jackson Pollock. So if that helps, yeah, yeah." <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Oh man, that's yeah. funny. How long have you been doing this now? Because I, I met, I think I first, I was, I don't know where I first saw you. I think it was, I think I first came across your shit on social media, and then Dez uh-huh. told me about you, and then I saw uh-huh. you at, uh, I think the comedy, uh, no, Comedy Shrine. That was the first time I've seen you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get, I've been doing it. It'll be four years in November. Wow, that's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. Did you ever think you'd be doing it? I think so. I mean, I think getting into stand-up, it's a, it's like, it's, it's a crazy like idea because I don't know. I feel like a lot of my friends who are in stand-up, we were all like, you know, class clowns and this and that. We all, you know, we all had like, but like really funny friend groups and stuff. And Mm -hmm. then like, it's just like such an odd idea. I think like just the first step where Mm -hmm. to start is like, so like I had no idea how you would even get into stand up. So I think I'd always thought about it. It'd be really cool, but it was just kind of like, well, that'll just never happen. Cause just the, the stand up comedians I watched were all like, you know, they were in stadiums or big theaters right. or, you know, or on the 
late night shows. So it was just like, well, they're there. I mean, I don't know how they get there, but you know, it was just so like, yeah, it felt out of reach. Yeah, something like that. So, um, hmm. I th- I think I always really wanted to do it, but I just didn't know how to. And then, um, my dad took me to like a show at um the Second City, um, which was meant for my brother because he wanted to get into like the musical like you know kind of with an improv show the mm-hmm. musical director of a show and my brother was kind of sleeping the whole show <laughs> he was like this is fucking lame i'm good and uh the wheels were kind of turning then i was like oh okay you can get in here they have like you know like open jams or mm-hmm. classes or whatever um i never took any of the classes but just the idea of like okay there's a, there's like a way in to right. it was kind of calming and then i started like that next year so wow yeah you started yeah. at second city no no i started um at the comedy train that was the first place i did stand up oh wow That's yeah crazy man yeah yeah it was uh 2018 so yeah it'll be four years wow. november First time getting up there is pretty nerve-wracking, isn't it? I mean, I don't know because I don't do it. I've did it once uh-huh. just because I was forced to do it. But I mean. How would you feel? Well, I didn't feel great. It felt like because I do music. I'm on stage like four uh-huh. nights a week playing music. So like it felt mm. like the first time doing that. Yeah. So and it was like that was humiliating. You would know. I mean, you play music. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, just getting up there like a buddy guys when he did that. I mean, the shit that's running through your body is just like, yeah. And you don't want to, yeah. you don't want to be drunk or kind of buzzed at that time too, because it's a big moment. And then that's when you really yeah. do screw up. But at the same time, you also want to be drunk or buzzed because yeah. it's just overwhelming. No, it was nerve wracking. So Bobby, yeah. uh, who does, who, who worked at the comedy vault, um, he, brought me up on stage at Evenflow when they had their open mic. And oh, okay. I wasn't prepared for it. I was shooting photos for the comedy open mic that night. And uh-huh. he brought me up at the end of the night. And he and it was out of nowhere. He's like, all right, guys, we got something special here all the way from California. You've seen him at the comedy store. You've seen uh-huh. him at the comedy cellar in New York City. I'm like, I'm starting to go, oh, my God, who the fuck is this guy coming up? This yeah. is amazing. And all of a sudden, he says my name. And I just start freaking out i had nothing prepared nothing did you did you like write jokes at the time did you have uh well i was always funny in conversation so like uh-huh. but that doesn't translate well there's so many people that i know who are just naturally funny in conversation yeah you can't bring that yeah. up on stage <laughs> and so i was up there and it was just awful absolutely yeah. horrendous and you did like five minutes oh yeah but it felt like five hours dude yeah dude i mean i can't imagine that i mean like you know the the feeling of like, okay, I know I'm going to go up for your first time can kind of be like, okay, and you're a little shaky and I can't imagine bit. like they're just, they're just like, all right. Mm-hmm. And then you just out of the blue have no clue that you're being brought up. Yeah, that, that would probably, probably freak me out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I don't know. No, I get it. So you said yeah. you meant you, uh, you mentioned you have brothers. What did that, what did she end up doing now? Is he musically inclined? Is he doing anything? He what? is. He likes, um. He, yeah, we we he was in a band with me. Oh shit! And uh, he he was the singer. He's a pretty good singer, and we would uh he he played at uh buddy guys with us, and uh, you know just kind of just like a little local band. But then uh, I live with him in the city now, him yeah. and my sister. So there you go. we uh yeah. So <clears throat> he's doing uh he's going to law school. Oh wow! And uh, my sister is going to. Uh, college in the city for opera singing so damn kind of like yeah we were all kind of family yeah kind of all in the music and stuff but um but yeah i mean he's pretty musically inclined i think but he's just he's so like i don't know he's a very smart guy so i think law school is like a perfect fit for him you know yeah he's i think he'll do well but um but yeah, so we played in a band for a little bit and did uh, blues and stuff. And then, you know, we moved, so the band kind of fell apart. Fell apart. You know, yeah. but there wasn't really much to lose to begin with, you know. <laughs> but, uh, and are you, are you in a band? Uh, dude, you know what? I, so what I do is I go out to open jams, and I like that mm-hmm. because that way I can network and try to see if, like, hey, maybe I'll do a band. Uh, mm-hmm. No, but it's just me and my guitar and a couple pedals. I got this uh, new pedal dude the other day. 
fucking great. It is a uh, voice tone TC Helicon. Oh, nice. nice. I, so what I did is, so I was at a a, a, a jam in Batavia a couple of weeks ago, and this girl who I'm actually shooting photos for later th- today, um, she had this pedal, and I'm like, what is this pedal? What does it do? She goes, oh, it's like a harmonizer. I'm like, okay, whatever. You're going to have to explain this to me. She goes, press down on the button. I'm like, okay, I did that. And then I sang a couple of things. I go, okay, I need to buy this because I could do all Mumford & Sons just with this one pedal. Yeah. So yeah. I used it that night for Mumford & Sons, and I was hooked, so I got it. But I have no clue how to use it. Like, she set That's it awesome. up for me at the place. But yeah, so no, I'm not in a band. I just do it's just me and my guitar and yeah, just the harmonica. I do a lot of like John Mayer, like stuff oh, yeah, off his yeah. Born and Raised record in 2012. Um, yeah. Mainly John Mayer and Mumford you and Sons. You said Mumford and Sons. You're yeah. a big Mumford and Sons guy. Well, you know what? It's, I just like, it's just great songwriting. They're great. They're just Marcus Mumford. The, the whole crew is just great. This is great music, but I like the blues too. I mean, I worked yeah. with a lot of those blues cats. I've worked with Buddy Guy. I've worked with Greg, his yeah. his son. Yeah, um, yeah, Greg's a good guy. Greg's the one who gave you that opportunity, right? Yeah. yeah How the hell right. does that yeah. happen? So I saw that I'm, uh, I saw the progression and kind of how that show happened. I saw you with the photo of Greg. And then you're uh-huh. like, Greg says, come on out this night and maybe I can get yeah. on stage. And then that happened. Then you met Buddy. How the hell did yeah. it all come to be? Um, I was doing a show at the comedy bar. Okay. Off, uh, off Michigan Avenue mm-hmm. in Superior. And um, it was me, my brother, my sister, and then my friend and his sister. And I think we were just like, the show ended and it was kind of early and it was like a Thursday or Friday. So we're like, mm-hmm. You know, like, let's fuck around. I mean, you know, it's early, why not? Right. And uh, we drove past uh, Buddy Guys. And, I mean, my dad had been showing me it. So the guy uh-huh. couldn't get in. But he used to go there all the time. So we drive past. We're like, oh, let's try and get in, whatever. And then, you know, we just eventually was like, oh, well, that's Greg. And then we met Greg. And, um, and we tried to get up. And it just came about that, you know, I play in. We have a band, and mm-hmm. uh, he was like, well, shit, okay, we'll come back, uh, you know, the Saturday or Friday or whatever, and uh, and we just kind of played, and then technically, I would not, <laughs> I don't think this is, you know, if it's actually what you would call it, but we played, and we did two or three songs, mm-hmm. and then we were done, and then Buddy gets up there and does right. the whole set. So, you open for technically, Buddy Guy's Buddy guy opener. Technically, yeah. yeah, you could put that on yeah. paper when you when you I put it shows. on paper. I yeah. send it to comedy clubs. I'm like, you know, if I'm not funny, if nothing else, take this. Yeah, you know? stick it up your shoot if you don't. Yeah, yeah. But I think I've never heard that. I'm gonna use that. Yeah, stick it up your shoot. That like put it. Is that an ass joke? Sure, it can be. Yeah, it's That's pretty, it pretty, pretty like. good. That's what your cup says. <laughs> I like it. Pretty, pretty. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's yeah. a curb. Uh, your enthusiasm cup. Oh yeah, Jeff. I've I've had I've talked to him on here before. He's funny. Jeff Garland. Yeah, yeah. So I called yeah. him. Um, it was like a Patreon episode thing I did, which is stupid. Uh-huh. I should just get rid of Patreon because no one fucking listens to this in the first place. Uh, uh-huh. No, no, no. I mean, it's get like six and a half thousand each episode, but it's not a lot. Huh? But it was funny. Jeff uh-huh. was in his bathroom, dude, and he on answered the show? on the shitter. Yeah, he answered on the shitter. Oh. Yeah, it was horrible. Nice. Yeah, dude, he had a roll of toilet paper, and I saw him. Like, is that toilet paper? He goes, yeah, got a problem. I'm like, Jesus. Wow. But, that's, uh, that's... <laughs> but he's all he's all in good fun. He's musically yeah. inclined too, dude. And he's from yeah, here. he's a, yeah, he's a big guitar guy. I think he's, big, he big really likes. Guy. I think he frequents Chicago Music Exchange, which oh, yeah? is like the best store you ever been there yeah it's a place where everyone in there is poor and they walk out yeah. with nothing and the ones who walk yeah. out with stuff are usually wearing gold watches and a blazer coat yeah exactly exactly and those are the people who can just afford the t-shirts um because <laughs> that place is insanely expensive yeah. but i do I, yeah it's a cool i store, could get lost yeah, in there though like i could just spend yeah. a few hours and not realize it's been a few hours yeah, because they have like that basement that you go in, and there's like I've this... never been down there. Oh, you got to go down there, dude. So they have like, do you know what's down there? 
No, but I know there's a basement. I always just go right to the PRS Silver Skies or the old yeah. Martins and just yeah, screw yeah. around. It's called the well, it's called the basement. So it's all bass guitars down there. Yeah. And then they have like all these old like synths and keyboard. It's like this nerd's basement down there. It's so cool. And there's just like I think there's one guy that kind of chills at the counter. He's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> Yo, okay. And uh, you just kind of like fuck around on these keyboards. And uh, that's probably honestly the one of the more fun parts of the store because there's like no one really goes down there. It's like you and some other guy. It's just like a vibe or something. I don't know. Whatever yeah. teens are saying now. Yeah, yeah. Whatever but, the um, words are. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not caught up on any of that stuff, dude. I don't do anything like that. Yeah, no. yeah. That's I good. don't know, man. But um, yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, we touched on Chicago Exchange. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. No. So that's good. So uh, you yeah. get into the music and things like that. So how mm-hmm. how responsible do you think you are for, or how responsible do you think your dad is for? basically setting you up musically and i mean even within comedy because that show that he brought you to at second city kind of helped you get into comedy but do you think yeah. he's a soul factor as to where you are today yeah 100 percent. um with music yeah i think he really you know just like you know i was little and he mm-hmm. was just kind of showing me like his favorite bands and that kind of stuff and right. um yeah, you just really, you know, I just really got into it through that. So through for music, yeah, obviously, just because he was showing me all that stuff. But comedy, um, I would say even more so, just because that was like kind of an odd, like a kind of a weird household sometimes where he would show me like just all these movies, mm-hmm. especially comedy movies. And I like grew up on like Mel Brooks. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, he's like top five comedy mm-hmm. people well, he just watches his movies all the time and then he would show me them and then I think he would regret it because it would hmm. become like an obsessive thing where I would just watch it over and over and then go into another and watch that mm-hmm. 10 times and got pretty annoying but with yeah with comedy I would say he was pretty pretty uh, you know influential or whatever and putting me in that right mm-hmm. kind of track but i mean it was never like well he's gonna be a comedian so let's make sure we show him it was just like we just liked watching that stuff and um right. and we all had like we had like big like riff circles it was like me my dad <laughs> my brother and it would go like just hours just like weird shit of like and me and my brother are like 14 and 16 and I'm like yeah and then the guy's nuts get caught in the tractor and it's just like odd stupid shit. conversations you're having with your father but um yeah and my grandpa too um, just because they were so with movies, just similar taste. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they showed me a lot of stuff and a lot of stand up comedians. Like, I was watching like Bill Burr when I was like six and oh, seven. So good. At six or like, seven, though? Jeez. Yeah, that's why it was, <laughs> it was probably that good. And, like, listen to like, uh, or watching the movie The Aristocrats or whatever, you know, oh, okay. with the, uh, about the dirty joke, mm-hmm. you know, so. Just like, yeah, I don't know. It was just always kind of on that music. It was just like very into that kind of stuff. And so that's just probably why I ended up doing mm-hmm. it. I just, it's all I really kind of watched and liked. And, uh, right. you know, I love that stuff. You how know? about your, uh, I know you make, you mentioned your mom on stage quite a bit, but how about your yeah. mom? What did she, what did she kind of do? Um, I don't know. <laughs> my mom's cool yeah. you know oh, but i right. mean i don't know i mean she she was uh she was a nurse or yeah. is a nurse and mm-hmm. it was you know i don't know it as far as comedy goes i wouldn't really say yeah anything yeah. i mean she had i she gave me a good joke just yeah. you know that i, I reason know, i, I ask joke. is that yeah. I, always, I always try to figure out where these where people come from right so like uh-huh. That's the one thing. Like when I talked to uh, Kurt Metzger, that guy was yeah. fucking nuts, dude. But mm-hmm. I mean, he just dove right in, just trying to figure out where people come from and yeah, uh, how they yeah. become. I mean, who they are. I kind of a I had a good relationship with my mom, and then um, my parents were splitting up, and we went That's through tough, yeah, yeah. Then we went through a pretty pretty rough time. For sure, a, 
couple of years. It's not then, fucking you know. easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, we're kind of okay now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I, I do, I do a lot of jokes about her and then mm-hmm. that time. And so I give her credit for that. <laughs> I, mean, I was, she gave me a closer for a little bit, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's, she's very supportive too. So she's provided you with content. So that's all that matters. Yeah, that's right. She, yeah. 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 That bit's killed. Get- I appreciate you. I knew there was a reason. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why. But, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, she's cool, but I would, yeah, I would definitely say my dad is, you know, more, uh, sure more inspirational or influential in that area no, but, i got um, you who was yeah, the first couple yeah. comedians that you got to like the first couple comedians you've been able to work with up on stage that were like oh fuck it's that guy mm, what do you mean by that in a good way or a bad way it could be both uh let's mm. uh let's go with the good first you know like hosting for or featuring for oh a, yeah have you had have you had an opportunity like that yet for someone that you would be like holy shit yeah, I opened for um there's a comedian named Joe Zimmerman oh, who lives okay. in New York. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah, he went to the Comedy Vault, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I opened for him at the Comedy Vault. He was um I think he was on the road with Brian Regan and then Nate Bargatze now. Mm-hmm. He's he's just like out of this world. Mm-hmm. I just like you know when you I've worked with a handful of like kind of bigger name New York comics and it's just like such a difference with how good they are out there and it's insane he just i yeah i would say he was one of those guys where it was like oh okay and this is like a different level of like doing good on mm-hmm. stage you know i would you do well and then you're like yeah i did well and he get up and he'd be like wow i fucking suck dude <laughs> you know yeah um so i'd say joe is like that um i opened for isabel hagan hmm, who is uh She's in New York too. She's like a classically trained uh, viola player, huh. and like before before she did comedy, she was playing on like Broadway like musicals. What? So she's like she's super talented at viola. Mm-hmm. So she now does it in her act. Wow. She does like she does solo shows and so yeah. So she was she was like crushing really hard too when I worked with her. So um, I think it's kind of. I would say those two. Oh, and Jesus Trejo. Oh, Los yeah. Yeah, he's a Los Angeles guy. He's amazing, oh my dude. God. Yeah, dude. He he was really, really good. He's so comfortable on stage where some comics, and not in a bad way, just feel like, you know, it's an act, mm-hmm. you know, and this is this is my set, but they're doing it well. Jesus was just kind of like, oh, yeah, and then another thing. Like, he, you're just having, like, a conversation with him, but... Uh, he's on stage. He was so good. So I'd probably say those three, where they were like really good. I mean, but there's some like local guys, sure, that you work with where you're like, and yeah, it's kind of just like a matter of time for these guys too, you know? Oh God, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Jesus is great. Uh, is it? Yeah, it's Jesus. Yeah, he uh, yeah. he was on Mark Maron's podcast. I mean, that dude's just a talker. He could talk. Yeah, no, yeah, no, stuff. Yeah, I've talked. Yeah. I mean, there's been some people that I've been able to to work with is in a photography standpoint who just get up there and it's just so natural absolutely yeah. natural like i saw uh, mark Marin do two and a half hours of stand-up just himself in april wow it was the most insane thing i've ever seen in my life i mean this guy's in his freaking mid-60s early yeah. 60s and he gets up there and he's just as murdering last 45 minutes he asked if he can go get his sketchbook out of his out of the green room like yeah and he just did 45 minutes of new material he's just sitting there crossing stuff out doing he just sat on his stool and at the end wow. of the night he got the light and it was his own show it, it was like an aggressive light because he went over the time limit. well yeah two and a half hours oh my god with no opener it was his opener oh, okay. too so that was like he goes he didn't he felt like the opener was just always something in comedy that you had in place just to fill the void from when people are filing into the show. And then when mm-hmm. everyone's in their seat, then the real comedian comes out. So he goes, I just wanted to do crowd work for that half hour. Mm. He was doing crowd work. Oh, dude, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And the only reason. Where did you I, see him at? Uh, the Barrymore Theater in Madison. 
Oh, okay. The only right. reason I went is because after Bob Saget died, I bought those yeah. uh, tickets because I was like, I don't, I'm, I don't know if I'll ever see Mark, so yeah. I better just do it now because I don't That's want. That's a good, yeah, yeah. I know dude. that was that fucked was up, rough. dude. That was a rough uh, three months for comedy. It was got, yeah, that Saget, yeah. Louis Anderson, and uh, Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried in three three months. Yeah. Unreal. Well, I think I think even before the one year mark, it was Norm too. Norm McDonald, in September, yeah, yeah. and then Bob was in January, and then Louie and uh, Gilbert. Yeah, that was that was very sad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, people yeah. die. It's life. It's going to happen. But it's just yeah. That photo. I don't know. Did you see that photo of Saget, Gottfried, and Louie? That selfie that they took. Yeah. And that's yeah, it's, just it's so fucking crazy. I, I probably reposted it on my story. Probably. 15 times well or the something. thing is though strange is so when bob died gilbert posted that photo and louis and then when yeah. louis died gilbert posted that photo and then i was like oh my god it's now they're all gone yeah i know it's yes that was a, that was a, a rough i was a big fan of norm really and then, oh yeah I i've never norm. honestly i'm kind of uh arrogant to this i've never listened to anything of his stuff never yeah I've never honestly I, I would it. i I would honestly call you lucky just because because now I'm going to recommend that you go watch it and consume it and to be able to kind of hear it for the first time, you yeah. know, like, like I wish I could go back and like listen to a band for the first time or something oh, or like dude, that's the best. See, a com- see a comedian for the first time or something like that. Like I would, Norm is like in a, just a different level of, he was just too ahead of people. Yeah. And, um, Almost for his own good in some jokes where it's like, or against him or whatever, like, you just do bits that, like, only some people would get. And you'd be like, why aren't people laughing? Dude, like, have you ever seen the roast of Bob Saget? Oh, yeah, I have seen that. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. He does that bit where, I think it's roast Bob Saget, where he's talking about Greg Giraldo. And he's like, he's got, <laughs> he's got the eyes of an eagle and the, the nose of an owl or whatever. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. And he just looks out at the audience for like three minutes and doesn't blink. He doesn't say anything. And it's, I mean, so, so funny. But it's just like scattered laughs. People are like, what the fuck? What is happening? But yeah, I, I would say listen to Norm because you're really, really missing out. Um, Have you seen he him? He was really good. I never saw him live, no. Yeah. Um, that would have been cool. Yeah. But yeah, I love Norm. I was and I was a big Bob Saget fan too, and that was a big bummer. That I mean, one Gilbert, hurt. yeah, Gilbert was again like that's another level of like crushing that Gilbert oh, could do. You that's know, unbelievable, man. Yeah, I love Gilbert. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone said it was that was that was that's, but um, yeah, yeah, but you know, like you said. You know, shit happens. Shit happens. Did you see yeah. uh, Norm's new special on Netflix? The one that he recorded in his Yeah, house? nothing special. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Cool. That was that was kind of. I think it was. I I kind of. So I have never really seen his stuff, but I kind of watched that for like twenty minutes. It was so hard to get into it though because of the setting and how it was done. Yes. Yeah, I had no clue that it was going to be like like a Zoom, Zoom thing. He was just talking so, to himself. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's pretty funny just watching him do all this new material and then, you know, like he does it and he just kind of sits there and then no but, you know, anyway. And yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny. But, okay. Next joke. Yeah, now, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. I thought that it was going to be in front of like an audience that he, they're like, Oh, he filmed it the night before just in case. And I guess I never thought I was like, Oh yeah. How would he have gotten like a theater <laughs> of people the night before? <laughs> Yeah. Without advertising or anything. Oh, they but could yeah, have done I mean, it. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, like, did you see? I didn't realize Joe Rogan was at Zany Chicago until like the next day. Did you see that? So he yeah, posted on his story. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was a random. He goes, "All right, guys, uh, special event tickets are gonna go on sale in eight minutes for a show tomorrow." And Zany, you're like, "What? Wait, what?" And then it sold yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I think he could have. Uh, could have did it. I think so. Yeah, I guess you're right. But um, but anyway, yeah, yeah, it was cool. Did you see that Joe show at Zany's or no? I did not. I was uh, I tried to uh, stop by maybe after and get a a picture or something or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I he mean, probably wouldn't do that. He's kind of no. I mean, I had to try, yeah. but um, no, I didn't. I didn't get in there. But it was 
I've never uh, I've never seen it before because there's I, I guess I've never seen like a comic so big yet that they do the lock up your phones thing. Oh, so, you've never seen one like that? No, I've not. I didn't really. No, I haven't seen that. And so like all these people are leaving and they that big crate. And I was like, oh, right, right. This is not this is a different level of like a, a comedy show. It's a completely different thing. Sure. You know, Um but yeah, but we did. I did go up to the side door, heard some of Zach. I was like, all right, all right. I was at the show, yeah. <laughs> whatever. But um, but yeah. So he did that. Um, Louis was there last year or something. Yeah, Louis C.K. He did uh two there and I think two at Rosemont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. I didn't get to see it, but um, I heard that was great. Yeah, um, no. When I I had I had friends who went there, and I guess after the show, because I you know Zany's Rosemont, they have that back door that goes out, which is leads right into that hotel across behind uh, the the place. And then yeah. uh, I asked, I said, so did did Louis walk out the back or the front? They go, no, he walked out the front with no mask on at the end of the night. No one stopped him. Wow, I'm surprised no one. Yeah. It's just kind of strange. You just walked right into the front and no one did anything about it. Yeah. I would have loved to see him, but his show was yeah. uh, was a lock up the phone. Nate Bargetsy did a lock up your phone show down in Nashville in 2021 really? when I went down there. Yeah. But I think it was because it was filming of his podcast. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with that at all. I love that there's, yeah. um, you know, it's just like, just be at the show. Right. You, be in the moment. You're, you're supposed to be here anyway. You're here. You bought mm-hmm. tickets. You know anything else? Just it can wait. So right. Also, yeah. I mean, and then those huge comedians are on the risk of people like leaking a set and like, you know, and then that sucks for them because now either you know their materials burned or people know you know what's coming or like that was a problem with Louis. Yeah, Louis was talking about that on a podcast recently, saying like, you know, when I was first getting back into stand up, someone had was taping my set and it leaked and these were jokes that weren't done and right. like shit that I, I didn't even know how I was going to approach it yet. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> fucked a lot of shit up, I guess. But yeah. So yeah, I think it's, I think it's a good thing. I mean, you're at a show. I mean, mm-hmm. don't you, you know, and they tell you not to use your phone anyway. So I don't really know right. what the difference is, but um, yeah, that's cool. How was Nate when you saw him? Nate's a great person. Honestly, the nicest guy I've ever been able to work around. Um, I've yeah. done photos for him as well. He's just, nice. a, I mean, he's just, he is the type of person though who like, he'll do meet and greets for free, but at the same time, he's, he cannot do it at the places he does it at because he will be there for five hours after a yeah. show because he's doing theaters and, and, uh, he's even doing some arenas. So that's yeah. the thing that's tough is he literally will meet everyone after a show. But yeah. when you're doing Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee, you can't do that. It's not going to yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, you just have to leave. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't like it because none of this stuff is ever lost on him. Like he's mm-hmm. still very much, he still very much considers him a very word of mouth comedian. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. None of this is, you know. So yeah, so it's he doesn't like it, but yeah. you know he's very very good. Um, he's probably the nicest person easily that i've ever really? met in general oh god yeah like when i yeah. was at his podcast recording for his <laughs> nate land uh thing he uh you know we asked like hey say did you want to go golf when you come to chicago in january he goes i'd love to go golf just reach out to travis my manager and we'll make it happen like he's that type wow. of person like yeah did you golf with him i reached out but never happened so we're gonna do it again when he comes back when we go to top golf in schaumburg so Oh, dude, that's awesome. When is he coming back? Um, So he's coming, I believe he's coming to the corn. Uh, I have to check to see it, but I think he's coming this fall to Peoria, I believe. If not, um, next time he comes around, or I'll go down to Nashville and see about doing something over there. But yeah. That's cool, dude. They're just that same with Dusty Slay. He's that same type of person. I fucking love oh, that yeah. man. He, yeah. is, he is the same person on stage as he is off. He is just so just so lost sometimes that's my favorite kind of comedians that like and i believe those are the ones that do the best who are just like there's True to no themselves. separation with how they are on and off stage it's kind of just like i th- and i think that's what people like is just the genuineness yeah of if that's a word people just get up there 
and it, so you know it just feels like you're having a conversation with right him. and and there's no kind of like uh you know facade or something but again like there's comedians that are different on stage that are you know different off stage and do well so right. i'm not shitting on them but i those are my favorite that are just like so i've never met dusty but is he like that where he's just like oh hey, yeah yeah he is all right we're having a good time <laughs> yeah i like i like his logic behind it he goes yes. i like to tell people we're having a good time i don't like to risk it because i can't afford that <laughs> i can't afford yeah yeah i think he did that on the on fallon right yeah where yeah he was like, I like yeah, yeah. yeah he's so great and uh you know the thing is about those late night sets too i find it so ridiculous though that they can't even really do what they their bits their true bits because of the whole tv pc thing which oh, is so yeah. i mean they have to like send in what they're gonna say they edit it do this tell mm -hmm. them what you can or can't change words around it's just such bullshit yeah yeah fight the power um yeah I don't know. I was looking for something angsty to say. Yeah. I thought that would be good. You <laughs> who, can you who, can use it if you want. Yeah. Who are your favorite guys out there right now, though? Like, if you had to choose between a top five just across the board. Um, I really like um, I really like Joe List. Oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe List is awesome. Been doing uh, it forever. Yeah, like him. I, I mean, Bill Burr. I mm -hmm. would just put in there. Um, I just saw David Tell at oh, the wow. uh, at the den. I got to meet him. Um, yeah, he's he's yeah. Tell is like just insane, whole different level. He is so because a lot of you know like comedians would do a bit and then they'll come out of it and then they're mm -hmm. kind of like yeah, but you know whatever. And then they <laughs> get into another bit and right. David Tell is just so like he does this joke. And then even if it doesn't work, you know, there's another joke. It's just nothing but every word he says is meant to be fun mm -hmm. instead of just like, but yeah, so I have this, you know, it's, he's just, I, yeah, he's insane. He's just so good. So, I, you know, he's in there. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of like those, you know, the New York guys are getting really famous, like Mark Norman and yeah. Sam Morrill and uh, Shane Gillis. Oh, um, I love Shane, yeah. Yeah, I really like Joe Mackey. Or Maki, oh, yeah, however you say yeah, his yeah. name. He's got the funny little voice on stage he does, right? Yeah, yeah. He's coming to Zany's, I think, this weekend or something. But he's, yeah, he's great. I really like him. I think he's really different. Mm -hmm. So I think he's funny. I, yeah, but I would probably put, um, I would say Joe. I've been kind of like really into him. Mm -hmm. and, um, I'm trying to think of like another person who's. Yeah, Joe List is great. Like, kind of like an under, you know, someone who's kind of like. Under the radar, still. Uh -huh. I like Brian to give you Simpson. Like a, yeah, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just like a guy who's kind of. There's so know. many, man. You know Seinfeld. Oh yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think we all know. He's that. okay. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. He's doing. He's um, doing all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like him. Have um, you ever seen Jerry? No, I've never seen Jerry. I'd really like to though. Yeah, he doesn't really do much many shows, but he's always popping in like the. Gotham in New York. I think Gotham and, and Broadway or something. Yeah. He's always popping in there. I would love to see it. Sorry, my sister was uh, leaving. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to see Jerry. He'd, he'd be really cool. He also, he's very interesting with with his uh, stand-up with an act. He does like the old-fashioned way of an act of like, you ever seen Talking Funny, that old HBO thing? No. It's like, it's Louis C.K., Ricky Gervais, Chris Rock, and Jerry Seinfeld. And they're just sitting around mm -hmm. in a room talking funny or talking comedy, whatever. And uh, instead of like, I think he was saying, you know, like Chris Rocky, like I have my hour, I mm -hmm. do it, I film it, and then it's gone. And then mm -hmm. I have my hour, I film it, and do it, it's gone. And then Jerry has, he was like, well, I just do like the old fashioned way. I think he was saying like, I have my act mm -hmm. and then I keep, I write all the time and then I just kind of keep motioning out the bottom chunk. And then, it, you know, so he'll leave in like, 70 or 80 percent of material that mm -hmm. is you know like tried and true and then he has all that new stuff and then it just like filters down until it's an entire new hour however Jeez. long it takes yeah you know, it's like Jerry's a weird great. kind of a different way yeah Jerry's yeah i really great. like him so what is your uh let's see here so next week what is next week next week is the week of the 29th do you got any shows coming up next week um i think i'm just kind of 
around Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm, I just probably go to the comedy bar and, uh, and, uh, laugh factory. Okay. Um, let me writing this down so I can use this to plug the shows. Yeah. I'll put this out tomorrow. I'll be, I'll be in two, uh, in Chicago on Tuesday performing music. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Right by the Lincoln Lodge, actually. Nice. Um, well, I'm at the Lincoln Lodge tonight. Tonight. And then, okay. This is yeah. Monday. This comes out Monday, so then if you have anything from Tuesday through Friday, let me know. All right. Um, I do have some other stuff I would like to, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the month in September, a kind of a bigger thing, I'm open. Opening for uh, Shane Torres, the Comedy Vault oh, hosting wow. for him. Okay, okay, okay. So I think that'll be a cool show. But besides that, it's all like um, you know, like Comedy Bar, Life Fact. It's just like local showcases. Mm-hmm. So anything like those, if anyone wants to come out to those, that'd be cool. All yeah, in Chicago, and uh, I always share it on my on my social media and that kind of right. stuff. So um, where are you going to be performing? Music uh, at? So there's a place called O's Tap House. Mm-hmm. It's uh, right near Lincoln Lodge. It's I have the address of this girl I'm playing with. Uh, so your book, you're doing like a whole well, show? It's, uh, so me and her are hosting this jam. So mm. when you host a jam, you get the, the people who are hosting it play for like 30 minutes. And then, all right, sign up list. Here we go, you know. And yeah. so once the sign up list, then I'll do my own stuff solo on the list. She'll do her own stuff solo. But yeah, sort of just like hosting it. Um I've never been to this place before either. It's called O's Tap House. Um, it's at twenty four four Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. It's literally right across. Yeah, literally across the street from Lincoln Lodge. Yeah, that's right close, by Concord yeah. Music Hall. So yeah, I'll gotcha. do that. Oh, okay, and then uh, I'll do Murphy's Bleachers in a couple's week in Wrigley. Whoa, that's pretty cool. So they do that on uh, Mondays. They Mondays when the Cubs are not in town. They nice. do stuff there. But yeah, man, I did. A, that's awesome. Yeah, there was an open mic at Soldier Field like a couple of months ago that I wanted to do, and what? I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And so I reached out to the guy who was hosting, and I said, "Yo, I'm just making sure I'm not an idiot here." Is this? Because yeah, that's what it is. I said, "What are you doing?" I go, "Oh, so it's like a little." family event thing that we do at soldier field because it's the park district they own it and i'm like okay okay but the music part they go yeah yeah you're on the field you got the big stage and it's like so the music will be coming out of the pa they go yeah i'm like what the fuck i didn't do it but i'm just like i had a friend who went there There there's like maybe 600 people for this family event but i mean just to hear like your shit coming out of the pa at soldier field would have been insane Dude, you should go do that. That'd be fun. Well, it's past. Is it a? Oh, it's done. Oh, it's not a weekly thing. No, 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 no. It was like a family oh. event. No, oh, God, no. Okay. No, but I was like, I'm gonna what say, the... I'll go do some stand up. That'd be <laughs> yeah. fucking sick. Put dude. that on your fucking resume. You've dude, seen it at Soldier be... Field. Oh my God, that would that, kill. That would be the first thing on my resume, even before it says Peyton Rodie's from Chicago. Would be like, he's performed at Soldier Field. You know how sick that would be, and I wouldn't say comedy or anything. I would just let people be like, "What the fuck did he do there?" Yeah, you maybe I was out. on the Bears or some shit. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or played some. Uh, do they do soccer games here too? Chicago yeah, I Fire? have season tickets for Chicago Fire. So nice, dude. Nice. And I do photos you, for them. So, oh no, are you? Did you play soccer? Uh yeah, I played soccer in high school. Nice. Is there a what position? Is that uh, the correct question? Right, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. I suck, gotcha. but I loved it. You know what I mean? It's great. Yeah, I played football. I was not good at it either. I mean, I liked I liked playing sports, but I just wasn't very good at it. So, but it's fun. That's cool that you take pictures for now too, though. Hey, dude, it is. It is. Uh, it's hard though, man. Because at the same time, like I'm such a big fan. Like they they don't have me shoot photos for the first team, the team that plays at Soldier Field, because I would get in trouble because I'd be cheering the whole fucking time. So they have right, me do photos right. of their second team. Uh, uh which is like the reserves, but yeah. Yeah, I'm too much of a fan, way too big of a fan to get into. To take pictures, you can. Oh no, no, yeah, I'd, I'd be cheering. Like I've gotten in trouble, like even with the reserve team, like getting really way too excited. Wow, really? Yeah, it's like a, it's a big deal. So like, yeah, soccer is a big part of my life. And like I told you, like I get to talk to some of the people from Ted Lasso coming up here. I had uh, really Terry cool. Zorro. His acting name is Mojo De La More. I've had him on a. Uh, 
last year on the show, but I'm having him back on again as they get ready for the new season and I'm trying to get uh, Sam Albasanya um, from from the show on. So should be good. That's awesome, dude. That's gonna be so cool. Yeah, you know the thing is, is I just go to IMDb Pro. You know, get that little membership, reach out to the managers. You said, hey, boom, it works. I tried to get Oh, you, you can. Yeah. You oh, can do go that. ahead. You, you no, can you can do out. that. Yeah. So what? I'm, you could just go to IMDb Pro and they have all their contact information up there. All their wow. managers. So like even with comedians, anybody that has a film credit uh, or has filmed a special, you go on there. Mm-hmm. Pay for a little bit of membership. You can reach out to every single one of these artists, comedians, actors, whatever. Um, How much is it a month? It's a lot of money a month. So I just did the free version uh, for a little bit. Oh, so, okay. yeah, I think it's like IMDb. That's sick, dude, because I'd love to give Michael J. Fox a call or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, out. it's not like a cell phone. You call his manager, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, me and Michael are close, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good friend. That's cool. Yeah, so it's twenty dollars a month. Oh, that's not that terrible for all these people's emails. Yeah, so what I did is I have an Excel manager. spreadsheet dude with all these actors like management. Wow. But sometimes oh, they yeah. they they let them go because I called uh Allison Williams's manager. Uh she plays she's in Get Out. Yeah. Uh and says message lb whatever not available i'm like oh fuck allison you fired you fired yeah, this yeah. person but yeah you're dude, not ready for the christian hansen show yeah no well dude i don't think any i mean the thing that sucks is and i'm and i understand a lot of people are just sick and tired of doing zoom stuff you know what i mean i mean yeah that's this why is, it's I, I lost traction I, I don't mind this i mean i did zoom comedy shows I, I regret it so much i don't know why i did that because i like i guess i was like yeah i'm writing a lot i just want to like be able to do this new stuff but you're not going to gauge how good this material is through a zoom show i don't think no i don't because it's all yeah it's it's all people that are like it's muted there's people like yelling in the back there's like babies crying clapping like, emojis like what is this going on yeah man? i know you, you're getting no feed dude i did a show at a drive-in when COVID first happened and it was me and, and Vic Pondia. Do you know oh, Vic? Yeah, I love that guy, yes. Yeah. So I was um I was hosting for him and the Joe Antonacci was oh, featuring, I think. Okay. So this is like twenty twenty, June twenty twenty or something. And it was just like it was such a weird night because there was a comedy show, then there was gonna be a band, like a nineties music tribute band, and then they were showing Jurassic Park. It was like, dude, people are like starving for this. Is like three weekends of business here. Why don't you break this up? It was just such an awkward night because it was like, all right, comedy's over. Now we're going to put on Jurassic Park. It's just such a weird transition. Yeah, all it's a weird combination. There, you know, and all the people are in their cars and like the microphone is tuned to the radio. So you uh-huh. get no audience feedback. <laughs> so it's just like people honking or flashing their lights. And you're like, all right, well, I don't know if that's good or bad. But um, well, if they leave, that's yeah. bad. You see the r- yeah, white lights just, all go on. You're like, oh fuck, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. All the cars are turning. Everyone's in reverse. But um, yeah, that was rough. But yeah, I mean, the, the Zoom, I guess, like a podcast or something. It's not terrible. I yeah. like this. You know, it's not bad. It's, do you do all your episodes over Zoom? Yeah, but I did a, I did one in person, and it was the greatest experience ever, dude. It was with Emma Willman in person at the Comedy Vault. I brought yeah. my setup. I had two two of these mics, two Shure SM7Bs, my uh-huh. Mac. I had all my beautiful setup, and it was great, dude, because um, I texted her that week, and I said, Emma, you want to do this in person? She goes, I'd love to do it. So what I did is I got there early at the vault, it was a Sunday. There was no show. Uh-huh. I got set up, and as soon as I got done setting up, I texted her, and she said, I'll be there in about 10 minutes. I just hit record at that given time. So when she walked in, uh, she well, she asked me, she goes, do you want anything, any coffee? I said, sure. So she got me coffee. She walked in. She walked right into the table, and she just sat down, and she started. It was so natural. We just, oh. It felt like an episode of WTF with Mark Maron, the way it was done. It was just awesome, so dude. fucking natural. Why don't you do more in person like that? Well, it's because like I don't have I don't have like the space for it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I did that at the comedy vault. I want I would love to do it more in person, but not not right now. Yeah. Could you set up something through the comedy vault where you just do it? You know? I could try I mean I could try again. But it's very that, I mean I yeah, could try. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, it's the best feeling in the world. I mean, you've done a couple of them, haven't you? Yeah. Didn't yeah, you do yeah, the yeah. one with the, the Lobo Den? I didn't do the Lobo Den. Um I did <clears throat> Ken Flores. I was doing his. Okay. We were going to start one. We had a couple episodes recorded, and then I moved, and then it was kind of oh, whatever. Put them out. But yeah, I think we could. But I mean, whatever. Ken's my my good friend. I like Ken, but it was just we we were just too busy, and then it never linked up, and uh, and then I moved. But yeah, I did Ken. I think his is called "Talking My Shit" or "Talking That Shit" or so <laughs> something that Ken would say. Um. So that was fun. And then, yeah, just like some other um, local ones. But yeah, I mean, the Zoom is fine. But when you do it in person, yeah. It's so it's much fun. more engaging, dude. It's it's real. Yeah. It's, it's just raw. It's just. How was is, how is Emma? Was she cool? She's amazing. Show? I absolutely yeah. love her. She was great. And it was, uh, I thought it was good because it was, I shot her the night before. Mm-hmm. And then, uh I think it was, I think it was I shot her first and then we did the podcast. I believe that's what it was. So it was kind of good because um, kind of got to warm up to her and see what she was about on stage yeah. and then kind of break that down. I don't know. It was just the best thing in the world. I was going to do Kurt Metzger's in person, but that never ended up working out yeah. this year. So. He was just here last night. He was yeah, he was just here in the Zanies too. Yeah, yeah, Vic was featured for him. That was cool. Yeah, I think he I'm going to uh, do photos for Vic's special. I think that's what, October 30th? Are you doing House of Blues? Um, well, there's two, he says, so it's weird. So he, he has, there's two tapings. So I asked him, I said, yes. I don't know if he's going to, so he's taping both, but I don't know if he's going to mix it up and take half from the House of Blues taping and then half mm-hmm. from the other one because I think he's doing one at Zany's as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know he's headlining. I didn't know if he was filming. Cool. Well, that's awesome. Vic is uh, Vic's really great. Yeah, he's, he's taking me a, on the. Yeah, yeah, he's taking you on the road to uh, to what uh, Cape was at St. Louis, Cape, that little hotel yeah. airport, Cape Cape, Ger- Cape Girardeau. <laughs> yeah, what what um, the fuck was that about, dude? That air the the bed. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and the the club was fun. The town is a little uh, shit. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's shit. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a just town, different. you know. It's, it's a town, it's, yeah. I think, it's you know, we go from, you could say it's a town. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we go, that's all it's getting. It's just a fucking town, man. We're, I mean, you know, we just go from like Chicago, which is a really, really big city. And then you go, you know, kind of out to Missouri. I mean, you know, but it was nice. People are cool. There's that, uh, <laughs> they have this, the, everyone was telling, they're like, you got to go to the strip club, the pony. Oh, that's no. Like, that's like the thing to do there is go to this the strip club, but you can't have strip clubs in Missouri. They have like a rule, so they're so what? close to the Mississippi River that you go over it and you're back in Illinois, okay. and that's the that's where the <laughs> this club is at, and that's like their thing. But did um, you go to the pony? You know? Yeah, I did. Unfortunately, yeah. Did Vic um, go to? Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna keep. You know, I don't know if he wants. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Vic is Vic may be in a relationship right now, so you don't want Vic's. Uh, no, no, um, no. Funny. He's doing. A, he he's doing a really really funny joke on it. So oh. I think it's safe to say that he did. <laughs> he did go, but you know what? Like, it was. Everyone was like, "Go." We had nothing else to do. It was like we finished the show, and then you know, everyone was like, "Well, that's where we go." There's no like. There's a Denny's and then there's that. Oh, so it's God. like, and you have to do both. So we went there. Like and Denny's is after pwned. Oh, you cannot go to Denny's and then go to a strip club. I mean, I would just, you have to go to Denny's after and just deal with the shame in a booth. <laughs> you can't go to Denny's. You can't pregame for a strip club in a Denny's. You know what I mean? And it was a knockoff Denny's, so it was just like knockoff Denny's. What do you mean? It was called, I think it was called like Denny Chuck's oh. Denny's or Dennis or some <laughs> shit. Like it was just like this. It was just like a local diner. But yeah, you can't you, you can't pregame for 
a strip club in a diner and you're like, all right, boys, you ready? We're almost uh, done with our coffee here. And then let's go to this, <laughs> this pony nice. with, but every, so it was so funny. So like the shows would end and uh, I would always like make a joke every show and be like, yeah, you guys party out here in Cape. We're going to uh, the pony and like half the room would cheer and then half the room would boo. And then after the show, people would come up and they'd be like, you got to go to the pony. You got to go to the pony. And then there was always someone right behind that person. Then they'd come up and be like, do not go to the pony. Okay. It's like <laughs> COVID started strippers. at the pony. <laughs> exactly. Yes. They're like, they have braces. Don't go <laughs> what there. The so fuck? yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I did not know my mom worked there, but, um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it was, it was whatever. It was, it was a fun, the club was fun. I think it's, it's laughing gas comedy club. Um, it's a well-run club. It was super fun. So, but uh, yeah, yeah. So Vic, Vic has been taking me with him on the road, which is really cool. That's um, awesome, man. Yeah, man. So, um, was that the I first show that you took a plane to? I drove because ah. um, it was like a five-hour drive, and I was bringing my brother and my friend because um, we had like an Airbnb uh, to stay at. So we were ah. kind of making like a uh, yeah, we wanted to make a trip out of it. So. Um, I drove. It wasn't I, that bad, but wow, huh? Yeah, have you ever been there? No, but I just flew down to St. Louis uh, a couple weeks ago for work. So nice. I do photo. I do photos, like I said, for the fires uh, reserve team, their second right, team, right. and they had a show or not a show. I had they were playing St. Louis City SC two, uh, but they were playing at SIEU because the new stadium that they're building, the new soccer stadium downtown St. Louis, isn't ready yet. Um, mm. So I flew down there from to St. Louis Lambert, like a short little 20-minute drive to the hotel and then to the field. But, dude, there's nothing down there. Yeah, There's nothing to do. I mean, I was at the hotel, and I'm like, fuck. Like, there's not even a restaurant across the street, not even a bar. They didn't have in beer in the hotel, dude. Well, where, where the hotel was. So Saint SIEU, Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville, which is right wow. literally – a hop, skip, or a jump away from St. Louis. Yeah. So they were playing their game there, but there's just nothing, dude. There's horrible. nothing, dude. There's just yeah. hotels. There's not even beer at the hotel. So I'd have to yeah. do like Drizzly, and I'm like, I'm not that desperate for alcohol <laughs> right now. I'll Go be here for 30 hours. Station, yeah. Get some Four Locos or some shit. Oh, no. I'd be dead. I have I've never issues. had one. Really? I've never had one. No, but. I heard they were uh, they're, yeah, they're pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, I've had a friend shotgun a couple of them in a night with two monsters. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Are you trying to kill yourself? It's like, there's what, a chance. What's like, in them? Like, like gasoline or diesel or something? And, <laughs> dude, I don't know, but they make it sound like it's it's uh it's fatal. Uh, uh let's see. Because I it was a big thing in high school. Like, oh yeah, we're doing what four logos. It? And I was like, oh, okay, well, that person's going to die. Because I heard they got banned. Right? Yeah. Aren't they banned in some states? Um, so it's, it's got 14 alcohol, 14% alcohol by volume. Holy shit. And that's just in like a 16-ounce can. Hell yeah, dude. That's a party. <laughs> that's, dude, that's ridiculous. 14%? I mean, that's some... That's some uh, That's ridiculous. But the thing whatever. is, it says the reason why it was stopped in a lot of places was because it's it tastes, you know, like an angry orchard. Like you don't know. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. There's no hint that there's alcohol in it. Oh. So that's why it became an issue, which makes so sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a Long Island, you could keep drinking and drinking them. It don't really taste the liquor as much if it's done right. Right, right. Oh, okay, so people, and then the other shit that's in them is not oh, yeah. good that for could, you. No, I could see that could be an issue because I would, I would do that. Then. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, and so they're caffeinated, and caffeinated, you can't taste. and there's a forty percent alcohol in there by volume. Uh, what else is there? Like shit that's like in monsters. Carbonated like water, sugar, natural artificial flavoring, uh, and guarn. Yeah, the stuff that's in energy drinks. Oh, oh yeah, my dude, God, I this heard is that. really just set up to kill people <laughs> yeah dude i mean only if you're a pussy but yeah i mean <laughs> this is ridiculous oh yeah which is. i am you yeah. know i would not i would not touch those because i i don't know those taurine and gory and stuff yes yeah, i used to drink like um 
like a lot of the monsters, but like the zero sugars or whatever. And I'd be like, well, it's all good. It's zero sugar, zero nah, calories. Nah, nah, they were like, nah. people were like, yeah, that's like, like if you like scar tissue and you're like you're prone to like Dude, scarring you on your heart. Like, yeah, I was like, fuck? ah, dude, that's lame. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've never had one. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll buy yeah, one. Yeah, so the, the, the formula is malt liquor, caffeine, gorine, taurine, and 40% alcohol by volume. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's just an alcoholic monster, basically. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's fun. I mean, I can see why people do that. Wow. It's like everything you want. This is what, it, and they said on their thing, it says the reason why they had to stop it was one can of Four Loko contains as much alcohol as four to five 12 ounce cans of regular beer. Whoa. <laughs> Holy Whoa. fuck. In one can? Yeah, and they says, and it is not safe to drink on a single occasion, as you've been reported, is up to 150 deaths. In the first year of its, in the first year of its existence, which is two thousand five. No, what the fuck? That's ridiculous. Deaths in one year. That's um. I feel like that. Yeah, that, there should be some kind of a recall. Why are they putting all that stuff in there anyway? They're just like, <laughs> I don't, oh my god. Four to five beers in one can. Well, what are you supposed to do with a four low? You don't sip it. Oh, but now they have logos though on their 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 cans that show you how many beers. Uh, is equivalent to one four local. They have like a beer, like Raider chart. That's horrible. That's crazy. 150 people died. Also, what a shitty way. Like that you're that. That's why you died. That's your funeral. I mean, I guess it's alcohol poisoning, but like from a four loco is even worse somehow. Hey, if it's alcohol poisoning, just by like bottles of vodka or yeah. whiskey. Hey, you know that's cool, old fashioned. Of- yeah. They or something. Yeah, they said <laughs> but, that they're extremely dangerous because they bypass the body's natural defenses to pass out after drinking too much alcohol. Oh my god! I kind that of want to so try this. So now, dude, I was I so turned not. off, no. but I never knew anything about it. Now that you're describing it to me, I want to like get your phone number and like you know let's go out because yeah. these sound fun. And I just want to give them to other people and be like, "Hey, can I buy you a drink?" Yeah, what do you want? Just give me anything. Can I have a four local, please? Yeah, dude. Just, totally fuck someone's night. Yeah, up. hold on. Let me just get my phone ready. I'm just gonna. Dude, that's a good idea. Four. I mean, I mean, that's an awful prank to pull on a friend. Would do yeah. the. Oh yeah, let me get a let me get a four local. That's so insane. I never knew that they put all that like shit that's in monster. That's ridiculous. They don't need that. Four to five beers and what? Wow, that's fun. And people drink like people love them. I I had a friend who. I don't know. He used to did like four or something, four or five in a night. Is that nuts? I don't know. I have that's, no clue. I mean, yeah, that's a quick way to win a case race if you're trying to do that with Miller. Be like, hey, yeah. this is four, this is essentially four beers. Yeah, yeah. You just have to uh, you have to translate it to beers, but that's cool. Yeah. Damn, that's dude. No, I really want to try. I'm gonna go down to like Seven Eleven and get no, one. No, just, I can't. I'll get it. I'll look at. It, I'll start shaking just looking at it. it. Yeah, I'll get like heart palpitations. Just, but you know, I have. To, I've never tried one. I feel like I should. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. rad. Well, no, dude, that's crazy. Well, hey, man, yeah. I appreciate you giving me a little bit of your time today. I got a, I got a, what is it? I got a show at two, two to five, mm-hmm. doing some stuff mm-hmm. with a wonderful lady in uh, St. Charles. Her name is Brittany. I'm doing photos for her today. She's kind of oh, cool. cool. It's kind of a, like a deadhead jam type of vibe. So, I appreciate you doing this a little bit, Peyton. Thank you very much, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. You bet. Take care. All right, you too. Bye. There you have it, folks. Peyton, Ruddy, and myself. How about that, huh? It's great, wasn't it? Peyton's amazing. Very funny, dude. Be sure to check him out on the social media. But I'm not going to plug it because the best way to do it, you got to go to the ChristianHansonShow.com. It's going to be right there on the homepage. Click on the episode. It should say episode 69 with Peyton Ruddy. Click it. Scroll down. You'll find all the hyperlinks to where you can find him and much, much more. Do it. Be cool. Sign up for that newsletter, man. You do that. As soon as these are posted, you'll get that before anyone else. Little known fact, these actually get published hours before they're actually released, uh, you know, on the, the apps where you get the notification that new episodes are available. 
This is published, and you get this hours before anyone else, but you got to go to the website, thechristianhansenshow.com, or you could, you know, listen to wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts as well. If you have been doing that forever, great. Visit the site, man. See where you could find uh, Peyton Ready Perform. Uh, listen to his music. Listen to any guest who's ever been on the show. Stuff. Follow them. Communicate. Grow. Let's help each other out. All right. I'm Christian Hansen. That was Peyton Ruddy. Thanks for listening to the Christian Hansen Show. Talking sports, comedy, music, art, whatever you want with people of all different backgrounds. Some celebrities, some not. Some on the rise, some prospects and prodigies, some, you know what I mean. Uh, I have an absolute blast doing what I do and having the opportunity to do what I do due to the great technology, uh, you know, brought to you from Focusrite, uh, Sure microphones, uh, Apple computers. I mean, technology is great. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to do this 20 years ago, and now I can, and so can you. So if you like, if there's anything you want to talk about, uh, and you're just trying to, you know, figure out how to reach people, start a podcast. Yeah, you're not going to have a lot of people listen at first. May have five, may have had ten, may have two. But that's two people that you didn't have before listening to you uh, prior to starting. So do that. Uh, thank you all for listening as always. Much appreciated. None of this is ever lost on me. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Peyton Ruddy. We'll see you next time here on the Christian Hansen Show with a former guest. He's back, Andy Haynes. We didn't talk comedy, though. We talked a lot of soccer, and that's going to be coming at you this Thursday. Till then, stay safe and be well.